Across the Thames Valley. One more time. Across the Thames Valley. This, this is River Radio. Well, now for some pop music. Try this. Good morning and welcome to River Radio. I'm Jordan Dean. And I'm James Collins. And you are listening to Off The Record on River Radio. James Collins, for people listening at home, yes. we haven't done this in a while. No, 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 no. So we potentially may have new listeners. Yes. We may have people yes. listening in through Spotify, Absolutely. podcast, wherever they find themselves from. Please let the people know from home. What exactly is Off The Record? Absolutely. Uh, Off The Record is a show presented by us two, two massive music lovers. And um, yeah, basically each week we take a different artist's career or discography and we talk through everything, uh, basically everything that is Off The Record. So all the stories behind behind the lyrics and um, yeah, just anything really. Uh, so we've, we've covered like so many people now. Yeah. Um, and I'm pretty proud to say I'm... I'm I've been amazed by all of the artists that we've done up until now. Oh, I can um, fully back that. Absolutely. And and uh, I would like to say that as sort of uh, us two being sort of the... Uh, the quality check. Um, we have done some incredible artists up until now, and they're all available uh, on demand. So if anyone is a new listener, uh, feel free to go check it out um, at River Radio. You can you can listen to that on through the Listen Again feature. Um, and yeah, it's um, go check it out. James Collins, three weeks today. Right, is one year since off the record. Oh my word! So we're gonna need to go really big for that. That's crazy. Now here's the thing: every week, week in, week out, we tell people that we're gonna be talking about everything that's off the record. Yeah, off the lacquer, as you like to put it. Yeah, that's the stories, that's the lyrics. But I feel like today's gonna be a show like no other before because. I feel like today's going to be the deepest dive into lyrics. Yeah, 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 100%. Today's artist that we're going to be uncovering is a bit of a lyrics genius. Absolutely, absolutely. I mean, I'm absolutely obsessed with this man. Um, he is absolutely incredible. And for me, I think I'm I'm so excited to actually dive... We, we, we haven't done a lyric deep dive in a while no. for, for certain types of artists. And it, it, I, I think it's because there's only so many artists that we can actually do that. But today, uh, yeah, there's absolutely no exception to that. So uh, I'm very excited. Do you want to you announce who we're doing? Well, yeah, today we are going to be going over the entire discography so far. Of Hosier. Yes, absolutely. Mr. Andrew Hosier Byrne. Um, I'm so, so, so excited for this one. Um, I, I mentioned to you earlier, um, Hosier's uh, first album was released around the same time um, that I was doing my English A-level. And yeah. uh, we were doing so much analysis of uh, poetry and that of like Irish uh, poets and authors. And so many of those uh, poems and texts that we were studying actually influenced this first album so uh i'm so excited to dive into this um i hope we can share some some stories and some Absolutely. some more insight into into his music what's song number one for today james so we're going to jump in uh with as you said uh, i don't think there's another track uh that kind of tops this this level of energy from hosier uh, so we're going to start with the track from his first album this is something new by hosier Days. 
in strange perfections in any stranger I choose Would things be easier if there was a right way Honey, there is no right way So I fall in love just a little or a little bit into off the record james collins great song to go straight yes. into yes yes absolutely i mean i mean what a massive track and to be honest i think for me like the most important thing with this album is um just i, th- I think generally hosier has such an eclectic taste in regards to the type of music that he i think he listens to and wants to explore and this is like a prime example like you know someone who starts with with um the cello kind of like orchestrated bit um and then it just turns into like this big huge band sound um and then also has like these like insane like choral huge like falsetto vocals um but once again you know it's it's this gorgeous song about falling in love with someone new and and the joy and satisfaction of meeting someone who you know you can just feel so comfortable around um and just uh, 
I think the joy of falling in love mm. is kind of like everything that's summed up in it. And um, I, I, I kind of want to talk about each song as if it's like its own story because it, it does completely encompass its own little journey, its own little world. And um, the next song we're going to play uh, was probably kind of the world's introduction to, to Hosier, yeah. um, which was amazing. And, and uh, at the time, uh, it was, I can't remember the year, um, but it was when Russia held their Olympics and uh, at the time it was controversial. Uh, Putin had made a controversial decision to ban, uh, I think, homosexual people from being near the Olympic Stadium or something. Wow. I, I can't remember what, what it was specifically. Yeah. Um, but just by coincidence, um, Hosier had released his uh, first track. It was a track called Take Me to Church, um, which, as I said, you know, was, was everyone's first real introduction to Hosier. Um, and it's this gorgeous song about um, the balance between kind of sin and, uh, and faith, uh, kind of the role that religion plays in a lot of people's lives. Um, and this, uh, this type of narrative from the perspective of someone being almost abused by by a church or, or by their idea of faith or their relationship with faith in that um even even to just go through some of the lyrics um my church offers no absolutes she tells me worship in the bedroom the only heaven i'll be sent to is when i'm alone with you and it's like this this contrast between what religion kind of presents as or, or in, in hobbesia's terms what religion presents as kind of this idea of heaven this idea of of nirvana versus his personal pleasures and mm. understanding of heaven um and, and you know with it with his songs this is what's amazing and what I, what I love about him is his music. You never really know the narrative. You never you never really know where it's being told. Whether it's a personal thing for him or whether it's it's a story written from from the uh, perspective or narrative of someone else. Um, but obviously, they released a, a music video which was incredible, um, and it was a commentary on basically uh, the situation in Russia at the time. And um, and yeah, it was just, it, it was such an incredible moment and such a great introduction to Hosier because he's an artist that has so much depth to his lyrics and so much depth to his work that even something happening, you know, there and then in the moment of him releasing was so relevant to the stuff that he was writing about. It was, it, it was, it was such an incredible moment. Um, but yeah, it's, uh, it's incredible. Just to take some more, more lyrics, of course, the, uh, the chorus of Take Me to Church. I'll worship like a dog at the shrine of your lies. I'll tell you my sins so you can sharpen your knife. And, and mm. it, I think, I think so many people can relate to that. Um, that relationship that people have with, with, uh, sort of more traditional churches, um, which is often that, you know, they, they feel it's, it's kind of like it's faith through the perspective of you go there to confess your sins. Like, it's not like a joyful thing. It's you go when you're sinful. Um, and I think to be honest, you know, that I, I would say that's probably quite a traditional, um, sort of maybe Catholic, uh, perspective, um, from what he's probably used to in Ireland. Um, and yeah, it's, it, it, it's, it's just really interesting. I absolutely adore this song. Um, you know, lyrically, I, I love, I love how it sounds anyway. Mm. And then exploring it lyrically, it just, it adds so much depth. And I think, yeah, it was, it was such an incredible, incredible introduction to, to the world of Hosier. And, um, yeah, such a good place to start. It went big. Yeah. Yeah. Big time. It was, huge. It, was it was huge. 2014 Hosier 2014. from the album Hosier. Here's Take Me to Church. My lover's got humor. She's the giggle at a funeral Knows everybody's disapproval I should've worshipped her sooner 
If the heavens ever did speak, she's the last true mouthpiece. Every Sunday's getting more bleak, fresh poison each week. We were born sick, you heard them say it. My church offers no absolutes. She tells me worship in the bedroom. The only heaven I'll be sent to is when I'm alone with you. I was born sick, but I love it. Command me to be well. Amen. 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 Take me to church. I worship like a dog at the shrine of your life. I'll tell you my sins and you can sharpen your knife. Offer me that death. I'll stand the good God. Let me give you my life. Take me to church. I worship like a dog at the shrine of your life. I'll tell you my sins and you can sharpen your knife. Offer me that death. I'll stand the good God. Let me give you my life. If I'm a pagan of the good time, my lover's a sunlight. Keep the goddess on my side. She demands a sacrifice. Drain the whole sea. Get some shine. I want to call it a Hosier special, James. Absolutely. We've waited a while for this episode. Oh man, I've I've been waiting so long to do this, and I, like for me, I think it's just I. 
Obviously, Hosey's only released two albums, so it's bold to do a two-hour episode on on this man and his music. But there's so much to explore. There's so 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 much to explore. And and I'd, I'd go as far as to say you could do a ton on like three songs. You yeah, could yeah, speak yeah. For hours yeah, on yeah, just yeah. Absolutely, lyrics. Absolutely, yeah. I, I mean, for for anyone who is interested in in you know anything to do with uh, poetry, sort of anything Irish poetry, Seamus Heaney, Edgar Allan Poe, anything along those lines. Please, please, please! I implore you to go and check out his lyrics because they're they're, they're gorgeous. They're yeah. gorgeously written, Heavily and they just inspired. add you know they they add so much depth to to his music and everything that he's trying to say. I think I think you know he's he's such a such an incredible musician, and and you know to comment on the fact that he's a major label artist is really interesting because he seems like such an enigma in comparison to so many other major label artists that have, have gone very commercial. You know, we've covered people like Charlie Puth, for example, and things like that, where the lyrics are very on the surface. You know, there's there's no there's no particular depth behind it but then you know hosier has the ability to come through um obviously he is signed to island uh which you know that's that's pretty common of of island's artists to have that level of depth behind them um and that's not to you know put anything against charlie puth i think he probably makes up more in in regards to like his production and his styling of pop but hosie just has this incredible blend of of incredible lyricism amazing melodies and and this really great like bluesy to an extent but very dark yeah like like uh i watched the i watched a video commenting on sort of hosie's artistry the other day and um the the girl was basically saying like the one thing that she enjoys about him and his music so much is the way that he's able to match sonic soundscapes um and just generally like the harmony of the track with the lyrics so if you've got a dark track it sounds really dark and it really sound you you get that feeling that overriding feeling whereas he also has the ability to create such like uplifting tracks like we heard at the beginning with someone new so um so it, it's incredible and and he's a he's a massive fan of van morrison for example and you can really hear that you know van morrison was very very similar to it in that sense where if you had like a a, a darker song uh van morrison was writing you really felt that in in his performance in 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 the way he constructed the song so you know i think there's there's influences from all over but for me i I think it's just such an incredible blend of so many different things i think i I just yeah i absolutely adore i want to talk about the lyrics of take me to church yes um but i'm aware that there are probably people listening right now going wait who is this guy yeah Yeah. great two songs (laughs) jordan and james but who is this guy um and you know i've got you know i've got a bit of a plug james come on come on Anything factual, historical, yep. I will go straight to Wikipedia. Absolutely. Absolutely. Which is incredibly trustworthy. <laughs> Wikipedia puts it as Andrew John Hosier Byrne, born on the 17th of March, 1990. Just had to throw that in there. Yep. Also known as Hosier, mm-hmm. uh, is an Irish musician, singer, and songwriter. His music primarily draws from folk, soul, and blues, as you mentioned, mm-hmm. and often using religious and literary themes. Uh, he had his international breakthrough after releasing his debut single, Take Me to Church, which has been certified multi-platinum in several countries. Huge. Mm, 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 mm. And he started his music career officially at 18. Yeah, 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 yeah. And now, I mean, the guy's the guy's 31. So he's got a strong 13 years, 14 years in the industry. Absolutely. Uh, but he's only released two albums. Yeah, which is incredible. And and for me, I think it, it it's... A testament to the type of artist that he is, where he he sees, in the same sense of like Van Morrison or, or any type of artist within, I would say, folk or that side of type of the world, um, uh, which is that 
they really focus on on making sure that each album is a, the best representation of, of where they're at at that moment in time whether that's in songwriting and playing and he seems like an, an artist that's always reading he's always learning he's always progressing and he's always trying to build sort of bigger sounds um obviously we're going through his first album at the moment um but there is there is a a, a natural progression into a second album where it's just that little bit tighter production wise um the songs are, are equally sort of like um they're, they're more subtle in in sort of the depth of the lyricism um and it's just amazing to see like this journey of this guy who's only released a couple tracks um and you know yeah just just kind of like had the opportunity to show sort of like only really like well we're only really touching the surface of of the type of thing that he's going to be able to to continue making and he's currently working on his third album which is amazing and and i'm so looking forward to that but anyway back to his first album um we're gonna we're gonna jump into another track now uh and this i think this is a good example of um i think although his lyrics can be quite serious as we've just heard in take me to church um there's also like a playfulness in his work and and this is why i really love how sort of um close in in tact he is with with poetry and with the great sort of poets of ireland um is that they always had a playful side to them and and where they would write something incredible about maybe the troubles in ireland or something the next poem would be something about childhood joy or something etc etc mm. um and uh yeah this next track uh, it's a track called jack in wilson um and it's a bit of play on words uh in that he is kind of like an idolization of this relationship that he's looking for that he's just going to find uh this love of his and um they're gonna go and have an incredible life and name their children jackie and wilson and raise them on rhythm and blues and and the the playfulness obviously off of jackie wilson the incredible incredible soul singer um but yeah anyway without further ado this is uh jackie and wilson by hosier
a cigarette and she's already left I started digging up the art for what's left of me in our little vignette For whatever poor soul is coming next She's gonna save me, call me baby From her hands to my head She'll know me crazy, soothe me daily But yet she wouldn't care
from Eden Hosier here on River Radio. You listen to Off the Record. We are going through the discography of Hosier, and you just had from Eden. Talk to me, James. Massive song, massive song. This is probably, I mean, this track when I first heard it on the album was one of the first tracks that really made me fall in love with the album. It just sounds, it has such a, it's such a wide sound and such a joyful sound as well. Like mm. it, it sounds like such a great song. Obviously, that break in the in the um, in the bridge as well um of that kind of like orchestrated bit with uh i think the cellos uh, and double basses kind of interacting with with kind of like it's, it's kind of a bit flamenco uh guitar wise it's That's really exactly cool exactly what it is because what would you call the like key signature i i have no idea i, have I, no I idea. haven't actually i haven't actually gone through and i've never actually played this song to be fair it's almost like a um, doom, 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 but then in the bridge it's like doo, doo. It's yeah, yeah, like yeah, a, yeah yeah it's cool i, it I mean it's like fluid it's very fluid it kind of moves in between key signatures absolutely and, and like i think for me it's such a testament to the musicianship of hosier you know he's he's such a great artist in in the fact of like his general musicianship was amazing and uh, actually a, a cool detail that um i was reading through on the um the booklet in the cd um when i was reading through where it was produced and stuff um is written recording in wicklow in dublin the attic in the attic is the first one so uh yeah like he recorded there's, there's a bunch of live sessions on youtube um of him recording uh or like doing live sessions and stuff in his attic at home wow. and uh yeah like i think the majority of the album was actually recorded there um so i think drums wise and things like that um a lot of them, yeah, were just recorded in his space at home, uh, which is really cool. And, you know, considering the success, considering that's a major label album yeah. and he recorded loads of it at home is just incredible. And, um, yeah, I think, I think you know, we're not dealing with an artist that's just kind of, you know, wrote one good song. So we're just kind of like riding the wave of that. He's, he's, he's a career artist. And that for me is probably one of the most exciting things. I don't think anyone's necessarily... I, I, you know what? I don't think there's an album that's come from sort of like a British Irish artist that I've been able to go through in as much depth other than Hosier's in at least the past ten years. Wow. Uh, yeah. That's kind of like been released in the last ten years. Sorry. Yeah. Um. You know, there's plenty of artists from like people like Van Morrison or or, or something like that. But um. But yeah. Anyway, uh, from Eden. Uh, incredible track. Um. If anyone clocked the the um lyricism there it's a track where hosier um puts himself in uh writes from the narrative of the snake uh from eden um which is amazing it's obviously uh the religious imagery there of the story of adam and eve um and basically it's this idea that uh he's so infatuated by someone um that he knows that he's like the bad temptation um and that you know he's he's having a negative effect on someone wow. but he's so infatuated them that he's slithered here from eden yeah. just to sit outside yeah. their door just to be there to to, to tempt them in which is amazing you know it's such gorgeous imagery um and and for me it's like i struggle um with some artists sometimes and just understanding sort of how it is that they got to that point you know where how did they get to that point where hosier um was able to go cool I'm <laughs> I'm a bad influence therefore I'm going to write a song from the perspective of, of the snake therefore, from the, from I'm the story of Eden swing the pendulum and go I'm the devil absolutely absolutely it's I, like it's it's but you know like I think that's fascinating yeah. and and there's an amazing song uh, that we're going to play on the, on the next album we'll get to that later in the show um, but he 
uh, I watched a video of him breaking down the song and he's kind of like laughing about the the imagery that he used in the song because he knows it's like equally as ridiculous but also yeah completely sums up his point which is amazing so uh so no i i absolutely adore this guy um i don't know if you can tell uh <laughs> no but, um, i mean i don't know what gave it away but yeah no for, from eden is absolutely one of my favorite tracks even still from from hosier yeah um all in all but um but yeah anyway uh let's move on this is this uh next track is more darker hosier okay um and this is more along the sides kind of kind of along the same um idea lyrically um can we get darker i mean in terms of a scale of like i don't know evening (laughs) to midnight how dark have we gone so far um i see the thing is like even from eden there's like a playful joyfulness from uh, like that that contradicts the lyricism it's a real contradiction isn't yeah, it yeah yeah, yeah. And, it, it and bounces between the two feels and that's it and you know there's that there's that interplay of of this is completely intentional and and this is this is what this is what excites me is like with everything with Hosey's music everything is so intentional in in exactly how he's arranging everything yeah um and executing a point and and that's what i absolutely adore you know there's so many artists these days that just write songs because you know um so and so broke up with them so therefore they wrote a heartbreak song yeah but with Hosier, it's like there's so much thought and process that goes into into every single one of these tracks, and you know every track is a journey in itself, and and yeah, it's it's, it's incredible, really. Um, but anyway, this next track, uh, it's more kind of a testament to his folky, uh, folkier side. Um, it's a track called "To Be Alone." Yeah. 
I'd be home with you. I'd be home with you. 
in a week, Hosier, bringing those folky vibes. Yes. I never thought I'd say the words folky vibes. I never thought folky I'd say vibes. the words vibes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. On air. Yeah, absolutely. Folk. <laughs> um, okay, so uh, this is a collaboration with Karen uh, Cowley, who is also another singer from uh, Bray and Wicklow. Uh, we haven't even talked about that. Hosier's from Bray in Wicklow, this small village in uh, in, in Ireland. Um, Ireland. Ireland, um, where just funnily enough, he just managed to, to meet uh, Karen Cowley, who is also in her own band herself, and um, just another incredible writer. But this song absolutely kills me um and just before uh we we started talking i was just expressing how much i absolutely adore this song um so let's go through some lyrics um if anyone was paying attention to the lyrics there you probably would have heard some weird things in the chorus uh such as um (laughs) uh after the foxes have uh where is it sorry after the foxes have known our taste uh and things like um when the insects have made their claim which is bizarre but basically um Edgar Allan Poe uh the wonderful uh controversial poet uh used to write a lot of um he was actually uh branded a necrophiliac because uh his his previous wife actually died um quite young and he basically wrote some poems about how he still loved and had a yearning for her um obviously because that's what happens when people die and you still feel affection towards them but anyway people were like oh no interpreting his his, uh lyrics and whatever anyway um basically hosey kind of took inspiration from that so this is a song about him and uh his lover in this case it's karen cowley uh who's performing that part and the idea is that uh they enjoy the moment of lying in the fields uh, on this hill in uh, Wicklow so much that uh, he would be happy to just uh, to die there with his love and just be there eternally so that you know as long as they were together in that moment um, they would be happy to die together which is gorgeous absolutely gorgeous hence why sort of like there's this uh, overriding imagery of like decaying um, or or decay uh, after death of um, yeah like like this this idea of like after the foxes have grown uh, know our taste it's like I'm more than happy to let a fox eat eat my flesh as long as i'm here in this moment with you because it's just so perfect and gorgeous and it's like you know that it blows my mind it blows my mind just just that whole that whole thing and I, this is one of the this is these were uh this is one of the topics that we were talking about in a-level english where um we explored the the poetry of Edgar Allan poe and yeah it's just gorgeous like this this idea and this theme of, of unrequited love that um exists sort of post-death and and post sort of when one passes or, or both of them pass and um we're actually going to move on to another song uh which funnily enough actually kind of uh sits within the same type of theme uh this is a track called like real people do um and this is a gorgeous gorgeous song about two um two people uh that meet um after they've died so they meet uh it's sort of uh once they're buried and um Basically, uh, the song is about them growing to love each other like real people do because they can't do that anymore, obviously, because they're not alive anymore. Um, But them just being in this moment together where they can... um, It's uh, The the chorus is, I will not ask where you came from and you will not ask and neither should... uh, Sorry, I will not ask and neither should you. Honey, just put your sweet lips on my lips and we should just kiss like real people do. And it's it's just such a gorgeous song. Um, even just looking at the way Apple Music describe Hosier, they say 
filled with haunting melodies and bluesy guitars. Yeah. Jose's self-titled debut is a spine-tingling tour of soulful rock and roll. Yeah, it's gorgeous. Like, like absolutely gorgeous, man. And, you know, I, like I said, you know, I absolutely adore everything to do with his lyricism and, and, and everything he, he does, really. And, yeah, it's just, it's amazing. So so feel free to just uh, have a listen to the lyrics of this this track. It just, it's... It's the it's the warm fuzzy feeling inside type type of situation. And we apologise if your Saturday sort of like what Saturday morning afternoon has been uh, just slightly tampered with because of these absolutely dark melodies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, enjoy yeah. yourself.
that the kind of way to face the burning heat I just think about my baby I'm so full of love I could barely eat There's nothing sweeter than my baby I'd never want once from the cherry tree Cause my baby, sweet as can be She'd give me two flakes just from kissing me When my time comes around Lay me gently in the cold dark earth No grave can hold my body down I'll crawl home to her found me I was three days on a drunken sin I woke with the walls around me nothing in her room but an empty crib and I was burning up a fever I didn't care much how long I lived but I swear I thought I dreamed her she never asked me once about the wrong I did When my time comes around Lay me gently in the cold dark earth No grave can hold my body down I'll crawl home to earth When my time comes around Lay me gently in the cold dark earth No grave can hold my body down If the Lord don't forgive me, I'd still have my baby and my babe would have me. But I was kissing on my baby and she put her love down soft and sweet. In the lonely light I was free, heaven and hell were words to me. work song hosier here on river radio you're listening to off the record with jordan dean and i'm james collins and every single weekend well weekend yes in weekend yes. out uh we go through an album yeah or an yeah, artist yeah, yeah. and today's artist is hosier we've just been going through hosier's self-titled album self-titled first it? album yeah 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 uh, which is called Hosier, which yep, we love to see. Course. And we just had work song. Talk to me about the lyrics, James. So um, to those familiar with Seamus Heaney, um, I'm sure you'll be familiar of a song uh, called Digging. Um, but basically, uh, Seamus uh, wrote this incredible uh, poem. And it was it was kind of in summary of um, basically the, the, the change in times in, in rural Ireland where, you know, the traditional... Um, the traditional 
well, the, the tradition would be that you would inherit the farm and carry on the work that your father did if you were the son in the, um, in, if you were the son of the family. Um, and basically he wrote this poem, uh, because Seamus wanted to be a writer. Um, and he, he wrote this poem called Digging, um, where he basically describes his pen as his shovel. Um, and he says it's the same type of work, you know, he's still working towards something. It's just a different type of work kind of thing. And, and it, it was gorgeous about, um, a gorgeous summary of sort of those changing, uh, those changing times. And he wrote it to his father to kind of describe the situation. And obviously Hosier, uh, you know, focuses on, on the idea of, I think, I think it's, it was, it was quite a, um, it, it's quite a, uh, traditional issue or or something that I think a lot of Irish uh, kids face, which is that when they're born into quite rural places, as Hosey would be with Bray, um, there's kind of a, a pressure, I, I suppose, to, to going into working into hard labour or something that pays well just to be able to support your family and support sort of uh, any sort of family business, whether that's a farm or something like that. Um, mm, such so, a lifestyle um, shift, yeah. Yeah, and, and I, I think what comes with that is like the, the connotation that um, when you're working all the time and you work yourself literally to death, uh, you know, working on something that you're so proud of, like a farm, um, you know, it's... you the traditional values are kind of like rooted in that of things such as religion and faith. Um, and also, you know, uh, building a family, being with the person that you love. So Hosey kind of writes, uh, from the perspective of someone, um, who the thing that gets them through their day, through their work day is, is their love and the person that they're going home to. And there's that gorgeous lyricism, as I, as I said to you, whilst the song was playing of, um, where my time has come, uh, lay me gently in the cold, dark earth. No grave can hold my body down. I'll crawl home to her. Is that even, even work in such a grueling job and, and being out there and, and hating having to do that. Um, the one thing that the, the grants, the, the person, who he's writing the the uh, perspective from um, is that he can go home to uh, to his family to his to his love, uh, which is gorgeous. It's it's so gorgeous, and you know I think it's just such a common theme amongst sort of Irish poets and and uh, narrators. And um, yeah, that's kind of his interpretation on it, which is which is gorgeous. Wow. And um, we're gonna play our last track from from this album before we move on to Waste Baby. Track. Yes, so um, this uh, this song I think was probably one of the most personal. Uh, to Hosier um, basically before writing this album or whilst writing this album um, Hosier was in a, a really terrible situation where he uh, was in a relationship uh, with someone and it basically led to a lot of drug abuse and um, basically he realised and they realised that they were each, were each other's bad influence yeah. um, hence sort of like songs like For, From Eden and things like that and um basically uh it led to quite an abusive relationship and uh cherry wine is this gorgeous song um where even lyrically in the first verse it's her eyes and words are so icy oh but she burns like rum on a fire and it's this contradiction of of how painful yet you know it was it was it was such a painful situation for them but they still were tempted and, and drawn to it wow. um and yeah it was after so obviously he was out of that situation and, and that relationship that that he realized that so um it's this gorgeous song lyrically please i, I implore you to, to, to have a listen um sort of line by line because it's it's such a gorgeous song um 
And yeah, the reason it's live is uh, they recorded this um, in a derelict building in Bray, in uh, in Wicklow, and basically the sun was coming up in the morning uh they'd been i think he'd played a gig the night before and he was with the guy who was producing the album with him and um they basically um they were yeah so they were coming home and they had all their recording equipment stuff from from sort of like post gig night out and um they went up to this building that had uh been burnt down in a fire and um they're on the rooftop and it was like six o'clock in the morning and uh they recorded the song and he basically said like they tried it in the studio they tried different arrangements and none there was no other recording that encaptured what that recording had so um so yeah that's why it's live and it was just this this recording from from them as the sun was coming up and most most importantly please 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 have a listen because very very uh quietly or in the background of, of i think it's around the second verse um you can hear the birds starting to sing uh in the background and yeah it's 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 amazing so so gorgeous and you know it just adds to the story of of the album and it's so hosier it's so hosier in it <laughs> in my mind but um but yeah this is the last track from hosier's self-titled album this is cherry wine <laughs>
theory Oh, but she loves Like sleep to the freezing Sweet and right and merciful I'm all but washed In the tide of her breathing And it's worth it It's divine I have this some of the time The way she shows me I'm hers and she's mine Open hand or closed fist would be fine Blood is red and sweet as cherry wine
was stronger than me Straight into the face that tells you to rattle your chains If you love being free Nina Cried Power featuring Mavis Staples by yes. Hosier. Yes. Wasteland Baby. Huge track. Album number two. Album number two, baby. A uh, bit more confidence, a bit of a more mature sound. Yes. He's definitely developed himself by yes. this point. And yeah. there's five years between album number one and album number two. It's crazy. So you just got to ask yourself the question, what's he doing in those five years? That's it. And, and you know, this is what we were saying is... Um, you know, I think I think with each of his albums, as his next album will be as well. Um, you know, he just takes the time to really focus on on everything that he's trying to say as an artist. Because, uh, you know, I see artistry as basically is it's a blank canvas, and then whatever you release and whatever you create, um, then kind of makes up this picture of who you are and what you represent as an artist. It's not necessarily who you are as a person, but it's more just you have the ability to to mould your career based on how you're releasing. And um, this track prime example nina cry power um you know there's that that uh line that's repeated throughout it's not the waking it's the rising and it's just a song that just embodies um the empowerment of um of activism um of, of standing up and what you believe in and, and and understanding it's not just about being aware it's about really pursuing and making a difference and being active in um in standing up for, 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 for what it is you believe in, which is, you know, an amazing, amazing track. And obviously Mavis Staples there um, from, the, from the Staples sisters. So, you know, huge, huge track. And obviously he, he references so many different different acti- um, uh, activists, such as Nina, as in Nina Simone. Um, but yeah, it's, uh, it's, it, it's just a great homage. And for me, I think this, this album, um, I think where it doesn't necessarily have the same type of like um, homage to the Irish poets and playwrights, um, it still kind of pays homage to, to different people. And this next track that we're going to play, yeah. um, a track called Almost Sweet Music, um, it tells the story of um, this guy, um, as in sort of who Hosey is embodying through, through the narration of the song, um, who basically falls in love with... Um, this girl and she shows him uh she starts showing him jazz music yeah. and his mind is kind of like blown by it and he just falls in love with this sweet music and um it's basically it's uh you'll probably notice if anyone's a big jazz fan uh you'll notice he plays reference to a lot of different jazz singers and some of the most incredible jazz jazz performers and singers uh throughout and, and name drops quite a few of them so um so yeah it's this kind of like on the surface level there's this journey and this story of this guy discovering this incredible music that's just kind of changing his life and, and, and making his life so much better but also on the other hand um the perfect opportunity for him to to name drop a lot of uh people that probably influenced him um and a lot of his favorite albums and artists so um so yeah without further ado this is almost sweet music
horses anyway Played from the bedside Still about starlight There was my heart The drums that start off night and day The same kind of music Haunts her bedroom I'm almost me again She's almost you And I wouldn't know where to start Sweet music playing in the dark Be still my foolish heart Don't ruin this song Do I owe each kiss to lip and cheek as soft as chicken sing? Let's get lost to let the good times roll. Let smoke rings from this paper doll blow sweet and thick till every thought of it don't mean a thing. I got some color back. She thinks so too. I laugh like me again. She laughs like you. With music playing in the dark It's still my foolish heart Don't ruin this on me I wouldn't know where to start With music playing in the dark It's still my foolish heart Don't ruin this on me I wouldn't know it I wouldn't know it I wouldn't know it I wouldn't know it Sweet music, Hosier here on River Radio. James, it's been a huge progression and evolution yeah. of sound all the yeah. way from track number one right up until now. We even made a joke about it right at the start saying that someone new was going to be arguably the brightest song <laughs> that he's probably ever yeah. even allowed yeah, 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 people yeah. to hear. Yeah. But then you've got a song like this yeah. and it sounds gorgeous, which is such a contradiction to sort of like what we describe Hosier as being that sort of like dark melancholy mm, and mm. yet contradicting it with sort of like bright instruments this song just feels bright absolutely and and you know I, I would say it's definitely one of his most popular tracks that he's ever released um but you know it's the perfect opportunity for him i, I think i think if anything it's just it just shows how like i, I suppose the range of 
a music that he's probably influenced by but b also the range of music that he can create um and you know going back to that point of like you are what you release and you are what you create um you know it gives him the opportunity to to show that there is the opportunity for him to be able to create tracks like that um it's like he shouldn't necessarily be pigeonholed into into kind of folk or or alt music um and just kind of stay there and um yeah it's it's you know it's it's got commercial value it's still uniquely hosier once again like we talked about the lyricism it's still so unique to him and and so perfect to to everything that he's doing but you know it just has the opportunity to um yeah it just has the opportunity to to reach larger larger audiences through things like playlists or, or radio play and stuff which is amazing absolutely okay so you've mentioned hosier is a major label boy yes uh yes island records mm. i want to talk about that and then i've got another question for you but question number one is talk to me about island records yeah what's the significance of uh i guess hosier being signed to them uh who are they and who are some of the other artists that perhaps people would recognize that are also signed to them? I don't know if you've heard of uh, like Amy Winehouse, for example. Uh, um, I'm not sure if you've heard of like Justin Bieber or like Shawn Mendes, maybe Mariah Carey. I don't know. Uh, maybe Elton John. Um, I'm not sure. So what uh, you're saying is maybe, maybe is Queen. Not, have you heard of Queen? We're <laughs> not dealing with some small level stuff. Absolutely not. So having a boy from Ireland, small yep. town, yep. family owns a farm, mm-hmm. <laughs> all of a sudden now is signed to Island Records. Big deal. Yeah, absolutely. And and you know, I think for for someone like Ahosia, it's it's it would be it would have been a deal and it would have been a conversation that was really important to making sure that he was able to retain creative control over over all of his music. As I mentioned to you before, um both of his album artworks were actually painted by his mum. His mum and dad are both creatives and um yeah, his mum uh painted the first one and um the first one was kind of like it was this portrait of him but with sort of like the the window in his face are kind of cut out and painted with like different scenes and and um it's kind of like this this montage this bricolage of so many different um different influences that went into the album different scenes and stuff um and it's the same with wasteland baby if you um what time is it on the um uh, it is 25 past oh whoa wait no the clock's like the wrong way around that's really cool actually it is actually Oh yeah, what time is that? Ten to two, okay. on 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 the on the clock for some reason, um, but uh, but yeah, and there's there's loads of different imagery going on, especially uh, if you look at the Wasteland Baby artwork. Um, Hosier is submerged underwater, um, and it was they they had staged that, took a photo of it, and then his mum painted uh, a version of the photo. But his shirt is actually um, a warship. Uh, being uh, it's just like there's smoke coming out of it it's just uh, had an explosion and uh, it's just about to uh, about to sink and there's there's so much depth and so much so much uh, intention behind everything that they that that he does so um so yeah I would say the move with Ireland um, you know Ireland has this previous uh, this previous record uh, pun pun of like all of these incredible career artists that have just been able to retain all of their creative control and create some of the most industry shaping shaping music and sound which is you know seems like the perfect place for for the the music all the music that we've been playing absolutely wow yeah right so um so yeah now we've um we've covered a few artists uh to say the very least over this last year of doing off the record and production wise it's been such a range it's been such a spectrum we've had Mm. artists who have quite literally created music on their laptops in their bedrooms yeah yeah yeah. Uh, and then we've had fully fledged uh i guess bands who were quite literally having to 
capture audio at live performances mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden that mm-hmm. became the record. Yeah. And so you've got two ends of the spectrum. Where does Hosea sit on that spectrum? You mentioned album number one was in the attic. Yeah. Now, yeah. by the time we get to album number two, there's a bit more movement, there's momentum, there's people out there, there's money behind it, mm, mm, there's mm, more mm. of an opportunity to take risks. So I wonder, from a production standpoint, what did that look like? Well, I would say, you know, first time around, uh, as I mentioned, I don't think everything was recorded in the attic. I think it was just one of those things of he could do as much as he could. Um, so whether that was just guitars, whether that was just vocals, etc. Um, and then I think really the only things that were really recorded, recorded outside of that were um, things like uh, drums, uh, for example, or things that are, that are room based. Uh, this album, it just sounds so much more polished. It sounds like a studio album. Um you know, I don't know who it was that actually produced the album, um, but I can imagine it was quite a long process in sort of developing his ideas. And But once again, you know, I feel like uh, Hosey would have complete control over who it was that he's working with, where he's working. Um, and to be honest, you know, whatever it is that Island are doing, it's working because, you know, we, we hear of so many turbulent relationships between labels and artists, but as far as we can see, he's still been able to create the same if not better stuff that he was creating in his first album when he had like you know absolutely no sort of uh pressures of a label behind him so i i I would say if anything it's just a a cleaner sound and a tighter sound it's not necessarily that it's any better and i think that goes to show also sort of how probably involved hosier is in in the creation of his music and, and in the production of his music where he has the ability to you know just um I don't know, just, just actually sort of guide the direction. Um, you know, we, we've mentioned before how the music sonically matches the lyricism and, you know, that can only fall down to one person um, at the end of the day. So, uh, so yeah, I think, um, I think if anything, it's just a testament to, to sort of the developing sound where, you know, theoretically it will always be better in a studio because they're, they're better and tighter sounding stuff, but that sound itself that's that's hosier as a whole and i think mm. you know if anything um I, i'm just i enjoy the fact that it's cleaner i think it just sounds it sounds obviously sounds nicer so yeah Brilliant. it's cool i love that yeah um but we're gonna move on to the next song uh this is a track called movement um which is a gorgeous track and we're gonna talk about the lyricism just after this so this is movement by hosier from his second album wasteland baby It's reasoning made lucid and cool I know it's no improvement 
Hosier Movement, Wasteland Baby, the album. Yes, yes. A gorgeous song. A gorgeous song. And, and you know, to talk about how each song is like its own little journey or its own little story or something. Uh, it's an amazing song about how this guy is watching his love move and it's just making him want to just move with her kind of thing and, yeah. and, and the infatuation that he has. And, um, you know, there, there's, there's so much like romanticism surrounding um, infatuation and things like that in Hosey's lyrics. And I think, I think you know, that's a testament to, to everything that he reads um, and everything that he does um, or, or focuses on in, in sort of like what he's absorbing from writers like the people, uh, the, the great Irish authors. Yeah. Um, and, you know, I just, I just... I think there's something so gorgeous about about all of the lyrics um and you know I, I just the ability to for every single song that you write to be its own kind of world and its own focus and its own um journey is just incredible and i think you know that in itself for me is is the selling point with hosier it's like there's no other artist really doing that i mean is, it all really is, is an insight into hosier's mind which can't be said for a ton of singers especially in the pop world mm, absolutely uh, but for this you're like you listen to Hosier's music and you go i think i know what books he's reading yeah i think yeah, i know yeah, yeah. what what records he had growing up mm, i think i mm. know 
what his friends would talk around around the campfire. Yeah, yeah, you know yeah, what yeah. I mean. Yeah, hundred yeah, percent. It's very, very special. It's almost like a, it's a privilege really to yeah. be able to have a glimpse into it like that. Definitely, definitely. And um, you know, I think I think with this album, you know, there was less there was less focus on, um, you know, that idea of like well even even on his first album you know there was a couple uh tracks that were talking about temptation and and uh, things like that and obviously that came from the situation that he was in uh unfortunately with that abusive relationship um but now he's in a position where i think there's just a lot more it, it feels cleaner but it also um you know he's really honing in on sort of like the 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 everyday experience as opposed to uh one that he was kind of experienced before before writing his first album and um a track that we're going to move on to next uh is a song called shrike um this is one that I mentioned earlier uh, about um, him kind of laughing about the concept is uh, he wrote he wrote about uh, the bird, the, the shrike, um, which uh, basically they uh, characteristically um, kill their prey by uh, building their nests around thorn bushes. So uh, they'll go above and when like a rat or something runs across or, or a mouse, sorry, runs across, uh, they swoop down and they basically impale <laughs> their wow. prey yeah. on the thorns so um so the lyric here is that um he'll be the shrike um and use his love as the thorn bush to to impale uh what he wants and i, I don't know it's just it's, it's this kind of lyricism surrounding sort of necessity and one being essential to the other um is what he's is kind of yearning for in his relationship and yeah it's gorgeous um so yeah this is this is shrike by hosier off of his album wasteland baby
as it was Hosier from the album Wasteland Baby. Uh, again, I've said this before, James, but we're seeing a real evolution of sound here. Yeah, and time. it might not be a macro evolution. It might not be this humongous change sonically. Mm. But even in the lyrics, even in the fact that we're getting brighter, we're moving away from this mm. one-sided, one-dimensional... Uh, I guess, emotion to now exploring different feelings and adding nuance to it. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And like Hosey said of the song, um, it's about reassuring someone upon your returning, comparing the wonderful things you've experienced uh, and being able to only compare how marvellous it was to this person you're talking to. Um, so there's like this sense of like foreboding, this overriding foreboding. Um, and you can really hear that in, in the sonic of the track. Like it sounds like such a dark song, um, but kind of like, you know focused on on future events as opposed to it being sort of in the present and enjoying yourself so like we've heard on on tracks like almost sweet music um which yeah it's it's, it's gorgeous and and he described it as sort of like a, a sibling song to um it will come back a track off his first album as well and um i think this is one thing with hosier is you know as opposed to being sort of an artist who feels like he has to reinvent himself every single album and stuff there's there's clearly progression in his albums but it's also one of those things where like he started a fully fledged and fully developed artist you know we're not we're not going through a period where before Hosey gets really good and really kind of nails his craft like this this is what blew my mind about his first album for a debut release there is so much in that album um and it's just like like it's, in, it's incredible it's like it's it's mental to to think sort of the amount of work and effort that goes into some artists sort of developing that craft but i think him as a person you know it's it's the perfect opportunity for him to to actually i don't know i it, I, I think if anything it it's a compliment to his personality and sort of who he is as a person in that he's able to it's a, it's a matter of what he's reading, what he's writing. Um, you know, it's, it's an extension of that personality that he has, uh, which is incredible. But uh, we're going to move on to the next track uh, on the album that we're going to talk through. Um, this is a track called B. Baby, baby, baby 
by Hosier. Be by. <laughs> be by Hosier. <laughs> be by. Be by Hosier. Yes. James, we are we're actually almost towards the end of this this show. Absolutely, which is upsetting. Because oh, it's just so upsetting. Man, I, I, I always find every time I go through a Hosier album, I just I just enjoy existing in it for a while because it's just such a lovely place to be. I think because he touches on so many places sonically, even with that track, you know, it's got that kind of like bluesier, rockier influence, which is amazing. And um, he described B as... Uh, is, is being about um, loving someone as an increasingly radical act or looking at love as, a, as like a transgressive act. Um, so, you know, once again, uh, as where it was before, it was a lot more direct. Uh, I think on this album, he he talks about kind of ideas a lot more. So um, so here he talks about, um, you know, references to, to original sin, um, which is framed as an act of love and, and things like that. Um, you know, love for sin and, and love for, for things. Once again, um, you know, he... Talks talked about that on like uh tracks like take me to church but um but yeah just just really interesting uh lyrically with this album i think because yeah he just focuses a lot more on the idea of um uh uh transgression or the idea of like a relationship to to something like transgression or or something that feels transgression or anyway but um but yeah gorgeous track once again and um and yeah it's a gorgeous track it's a great album the only thing i'm thinking now is it would be difficult to um to just never talk about hosier again yeah you know what i mean we don't want it to just be one and done and the good news is three days ago hosier posted on instagram wonderful little picture of him in the studio with sort of like his producer and this guy who yeah. honestly, like if you're looking at the picture, you're like, why is he on the floor? <laughs> yeah, why yeah, is he yeah, yeah, almost hiding yeah. under the table? <laughs> Caption goes, three years since I released Wasteland Baby, the album yep. we're listening to right now. And then underneath it, it says, hard at work on album three. Yeah. Love it. It's very, very happy. Amazing. So my only thing is there's an album three coming. And so even though we're about to end this show in the next 10 minutes, just be looking forward to album number three because that absolutely. means there's another show coming. Absolutely, absolutely. And without further ado, this is another track from Wasteland Baby. This is Would That Eye.
watching still living roots be consumed by the flame. I was fixed on your hand of gold, laying waste to my love and long ago. Just like that, it's the end of our show, James like, Collins. Absolutely, absolutely. Would That I by Hosier from the Wasteland Baby album. Yep, and to finish us up, we've got the title track of the album, uh, Wasteland Baby itself. Um, so yeah, I hope you've enjoyed today's episode. Thank you so much for listening in. Thank you for listening. Yes. I guess my one hope for Hosier's career is just like Labyrinth just did the soundtrack to Euphoria. Mm. I hope Hosier does a oh, soundtrack to some sort of really like British, grim melancholy kind of TV absolutely. show absolutely I've been Jordan Dean and I've been James Collins and you've been listening to Off The Record Hosier here on River Radio here's Wasteland Baby Bye.